Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Big Three Astrology Podcast. I'm Emily Muldoon. Hi, I'm my husband, Mike Muldoon. And we're here together each week to bring you the weekly forecast let you, to let you know what the energy is for the week ahead. So we record this on a Sunday night, and we start it on the Monday, working through the week, so you can see you know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> Give you something to work with for the week ahead here. Yeah, yeah, it's always nice to know what's coming. I think with astrology, that's one of the best ways to work with it is to witness it and right. observe it and see how the energy, um, how you react to it, see right. how it's playing out here on Earth as well um, around us all. So, it's always good to get to know it and good to know what's happening. Um, I think that's the best way you can use it. Right. And that's, uh, it's interesting just being, you know, her husband here, who's, you know, the reason those who have been following us that I'm here, sometimes she will say things to me that I don't understand. So I feel like if she says something here and maybe it's your first time watching it, it's kind of my, me kind of stepping in and saying, well, let's explain that a little bit more to our listeners who may not have been familiar. But what I'm gathering from a lot of the comments and stuff, a lot of people who do pay attention are quite familiar with astrology, but if you're new to it, please just feel free to leave some comments and questions. And if I miss something, you just uh, chime on in. So, Yeah. One thing I've noticed is that people are really learning a lot about right. astrology. Uh, it's very easy to learn it now on social media. Um, so people are becoming um, well-versed in it. Um, some people, a little bit of knowledge is dangerous. So some people read something or um, hear something about astrology and they misinterpret it. And then I have to do a lot of reconstructive astrology work and re read it. <laughs> um, and I'm not the only one. I'm sure there's lots right. of astrologers that I speak to that say the same thing. Um, but the reason I'm saying that is because there is a big was there's quite there's a lot happening this week but one of the big things that is happening this week is on friday mercury goes retrograde ah. there's those words those trigger mercury words everyone seems to know mercury retrograde is now and um one thing i don't like about it is that people are really scared of mercury retrograde and they uh they almost think that they can't live their life and they have to stop. I can't, I can't sign a contract. You know, they're learning about Mercury and contracts. Um, or I, uh, I can't, I can't travel. It's going to all go horribly wrong. Well, right. I, I'm here to tell you that you, you can do those things and it will be all right. You will live to see another day. And I've used this example a million times. Um, but, one time I signed a contract on Mercury Retrograde because sometimes you just have to. Well, what was the contract? It was a work contract. Sweet. <laughs> I've signed on to a case as a barrister, mm. a long-term case. Uh, I used to be a barrister years ago. Um, barrister, not a barista. No. She didn't make coffee. She was a lawyer. I try and make coffee. <laughs> we have a very good making coffee. I try, I try and make coffee. Which is kind of strange for a Brit. No offense to my British friends that drink coffee. I'm just saying the fact that you can make coffee is actually pretty impressive. We do like our tea, tea I can make. But anyway, the example is um, I signed a contract and then I had a phone call to say there was a mistake in the contract. 
this is very difficult mercury retrograde check contracts dot your eyes cross the t's um but the mistake was in my favor because the pay structure had been calculated wrong and i was be getting a higher rate of pay so you know it's not all bad that's my that's my little story about mercury retrograde so don't fear mercury retrograde don't fear it i feel like i just bumbled that hold on don't fear mercury retrograde yeah don't fear it but there's one thing i do always hold true is do not buy electricals if you can help it during this time we usually have a choice about buying electricals usually although we didn't yesterday and had to buy a vacuum cleaner right i'm sure I'll have that was urgent but i did as i was buying i thought mercury is in its shadow right now so it's technically already have you noticed we go through like one vacuum in here well it's a third vacuum in the <laughs> by the way i use it too I need, i'm probably just terrible with it i need my probably certain things i shouldn't he fixes things um yeah well i think it's a great hoover great. vacuum whatever anyway um we keep buying a super one <laughs> we should just set up as an amazon ship uh well part of the back that we buy at target but there sure. anyway all right <laughs> Let's we'll work on. this out some other point. Let's get on with the week ahead. But the point about electricals, Michael is well aware of it because we had a lot of electricals that we bought right. one time. Like TV? During a Mercury retrograde, which was before I knew about Mercury retrograde. Right. Um, a long time ago, about 10 years ago now, when we moved. And then they all blew up within a year, all right. of everything, which was really, we both kept thinking, why is why is our TV broken? Like right. that doesn't happen in in this day and age. And then the laptop I bought. We see a lot of laptops, all those things. But I see I it with computers too. They send a freeze up. My programs don't yes. work too much. Trying to deal with people, stuff isn't. That's things a really good point. So actually, I see that all the time. I see it. Save your work this week. Save your work. Oh, and then good. going forward for the next three weeks, back up. Save your work because again, we have Mercury going retrograde. Electrical problems are quite common, so don't be caught out with. Um, you know, I didn't save it and now I need it situation. Right. situation. So keep backing up, keep saving. Work in the cloud. If you need that. In your life. The cloud can also go wrong, you know. Sure. Just <laughs> save. Back up. Mercury rules the cloud as well. Print it out. Have a hard copy. <laughs> yes, paper. So tangible. Yeah. Well, actually, this Mercury retrograde is in Taurus. Um, so that it might be already affecting the tangible stuff. The things we touch as well. Um, so, you know. All right. Printouts might be going wrong. <laughs> yeah. So that's a big flavor for the week. The biggest thing we have this week, though, is the eclipses. The eclipse season is, we're well and truly in it now. We have an eclipse Thursday. Um, Thursday at very early hours of the morning. And then there's another eclipse two weeks later. And it's, funnily enough, it's um, on the 5th. Of May, the next one, and Ooh. the coronation. King Charles is on the sixth. So it's kind of interesting to yeah. be coronated on an eclipse. That's another video, though. That's not for discussion today. But watch this space. We might be doing one on that. So that is actually, I did do a video on King Charles. If anyone is interested, because um we mentioned some of these dates in that video, so you can check that out on my YouTube. All right. Okay. So big. Eclipses, big energy. I spoke about these a bit last week. Endings, beginnings, permanent endings, beginnings, changes. Really intense shifting right. with eclipses. I felt that. Really intense. It's, you know, 
if you've been hanging on by thread in a certain situation, if eclipses do say, come on, we need to course correct you here and take you where you're meant to go. So bear that in mind. That's very strong this week. We only have eclipses twice a year. So this week, if you think about that, yeah, that in perspective, this week is, is big for that reason alone. Okay. You hear a kid. <laughs> right. So Monday. The, we start the week on Monday with a Pisces moon, a very dreamy, very melancholy moon. I don't know how you people with Pisces moons hope. I mean, I mean. that because promise I don't have my mug. See, Emmeline has her big three astrology mug here with hers on it, and I'm still waiting for mine to come. So when we have this conversation, I can actually look at it and go, "Yeah, that's me." Oh yeah, that's what I have, like a little flashcard <laughs> to rem- remind you. Um, yeah, that's why um, that we the mugs that we make is quite useful if you want to get those for a gift for someone so, because you yeah. can actually remind each other what your big three, your rising are. Okay, so Pisces moon, very melancholy. Um, you can really reflect a lot in the past when you've got a Pisces moon. So you might feel a little bit on Monday with that moon. It might be a daydreamy feel, reflective, might be memories that come back to you there's like a stirring up of emotion sometimes don't let people into your skin make sure you set your boundaries because with Pisces moon there's not really a boundary right it's like the energy just flows into that person so they're very good Michael would tell you how he copes with it because he's had one all his life right very good at setting you have to learn to set boundaries when you've got Pisces moon because otherwise you're just picking up on energy and people's energy all day long yeah, you do. I'm somebody who deals with that, especially as a coach as well. I got to be really careful about onboarding people's energies. You got to be able to set that sort of that restriction, sort of be able to set that boundary so that you don't onboard that stuff. Because, and you may not realize it. Maybe it's the first time you might say, "Oh my gosh, that's me." You've got to be able to, you know, people want to unload on you, but you cannot accept that load. You need to kind of create a boundary. So that's great. Here's your load, but we're going to put it over here right now. Um, I'm here, but I'm not going to take that stuff on. So the good thing about what Emily just said is you're starting to feel that this week, understand what's happening in, in that need to create a boundary there. So. Uh, so on Monday, we have a boiler course moon from 2.55 p.m. until 9.09 p.m. Again, these are Eastern Standard Times, so adjust for your time zone. But of course, Moon's touched again on this in last week's episode, but, you know, just don't start a project during a void of course, Moon. Finish up stuff. Don't begin stuff because you're not going to get the result you want. That's the basic summary of it. Um, the other thing, so at 9.09pm, the Moon will move into Aries on Monday night. So Monday night, Aries Moon, whole different flavour to the Pisces. and this. Aries is where we're having the eclipse um, in the sign of Aries this week. So it's really big energy. It's um, it's all about me. <laughs> what, people that have strong Aries in their chart are very good at knowing themselves. They're very good at being able to put themselves forwards and put time for themselves. So with the moon moving into Aries, and it will be there until very early hours on Thursday, you know, it's what do you feel in tune for your needs? What do you need to take action on and what do you need? Because that's what Aries, when it's um, there, 
doing there is what you feel you need to do. And don't forget the sun is also in Aries. So there's like a double Aries wow. energy going on at the moment. Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. And then as well, um, throughout the week, we have Saturn sextile in the North Node. So what that means is throughout this week, there is a flavor on what we are working on. Right. There is working on, we're working on stuff throughout long-term plans, our destiny. So that's like a general flavor for the week because that is there throughout the whole week. So that's a bit of a backdrop to all the stuff I'm saying. Tuesday, so as I said, moon is in Aries all day. So just remember, you know, what do I need? What do I feel that I need? Again, Mercury is, is um, on Tuesday. Mercury is moving is moving close to Uranus. So because Mercury... He always laughs when I thought I, so I know, it's a planet. I get it. It just, I get it. There's like just there's still like an eight-year-old inside here. Like, so Mercury and Uranus moving together. Right. They, um, that's an important message that you're going to get on Tuesday. Listen to what information you receive. It's going to be important because Mercury is going to move back over that point again when it goes, when it moves forwards in in three weeks' time because Mercury retrogrades a 21 day period. So, this, listen out for what you hear this week. Then you're going to be working on that story. Throughout the next three weeks, revising it, redoing it, that's the Mercury. And then you're going to know sort of the best way to go forward with that information. So listen to what you hear, important information that you can receive out of the blue as well on Tuesday. That'll be an interesting one. Wednesday the 19th, Moon, Jupiter, Sun, all having a little sandwich, a little meetup in Aries. So that's just adding a feeling of um overload to the areas so what i would say is watch yeah watch yourself maybe being too assertive we can know what we want and that's great but maybe we might be a little bit impulsive a little bit impatient with what we're saying or how we're conveying the message so bear that in mind on wednesday now what it's good for is maybe you've got an overload of things that you love Maybe it's like, oh, I really feel like strongly about this, or I really feel strongly about that, or I feel connected to this. So um, that's sort of the positive way to use that little meetup there. Thursday is the biggest day of the week. There's a lot going on. This is the eclipse day. So the eclipse is a new moon eclipse, and it's a total eclipse. So a new moon's about beginnings. So usually every month on a new moon, I say, write down your intentions. What's your, what do you want to set? What do you want to put out there? What do you want to manifest? Now, this is no different because it is an eclipse. Um, so, you know, what's where is 29 of areas in your chart? Because that's going to show you the area of your life that you're going to be growing in so if it's hitting if it's hitting a sensitive point of your chart if 29 degrees of Aries is on your midheaven well your you know your career is going to be unexpectedly quickly having things that happen that's going to move it forwards wow. in some way you know so think look where it is look what planets it's hitting if it's hitting any and you'll see how it's affecting you 
So it's a really big one. Like I said, eclipses are beginnings, they're endings, and especially with this one, it is a contradictory energy because Aries, beginning of the zodiac, the first sign, initiation. Um, but it's at 29 degree of the sign. That's the last degree of the sign. So we're finishing up stuff and letting go stuff to make way for the new stuff as well. So as much as this is beginnings, there's a there is we're closing a door on something as well. So eclipses are very big, um, very big energy. The other thing about Thursday is the sun will then move out of Aries and we'll move into Taurus. It's Taurus season. So happy birthday, all the Tauruses out there. <laughs> Taurus season is a whole different energy. Is this too. a fun season? Taurus is like the growing season. Oh, so okay. Aries is what do I want? And then Taurus is like, okay, how do I put it into action? So, do you, you know, Taurus is, if you think about your Taurus friends, they're very good at putting down roots, sticking to things. They're stickers. You plod along and you get it done. So this month, because the sun will be in Taurus as from the 20th for the month. So what do you want to stick at? What do you want to grow? You know, as well, Taurus is very good at um, connecting to the earth and nature. So maybe we spend more time outside. I think, you know, is it, is it a coincidence that Taurus is this time of year when we all start to go outside? Start mm -hmm. to, we, have, we had dinner outside today right. with the children. You know, we're getting into that Taurus season. So it's nice to acknowledge the energy and work with it and think, yeah, actually being outside is nice. Right. I know the southern hemisphere is a bit different. I spoke to my cousin in Australia this morning and it's getting chilly there. But still, you know, full, full spring and nice times to be outside. So it works both ways. Uh, and the other thing about that sun is it it's moving to zero degrees of Taurus. So it's squaring Pluto. Don't forget Pluto's just moved into Aquarius. Sun squaring Pluto. Gosh, Thursday is just so huge. I just, just want to stay at home first. <laughs> You just want to stay in bed. I just want to stay in bed. I'm just not interrupting anybody. It's weird. Yeah, it's oh, I got to, you got to remind me on Thursday. You got you, to. I wouldn't have to remind you. you. No, you got to. You, 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 you just got to remind me throughout the day. See it all around you. Some square in Pluto is transformation. That's what it means. But it's transformation in a way where it's like a click and it has to happen. And the sun only squares Pluto. Think that happens like once a year, so it's like okay, we need think back to January because that's when they met up last. So now it's like okay, I can't take. I I need to make this change. It's almost like an alchemy feeling of sudden change, but yet you can sense where it's going in a way. So um it's just that in itself is quite a big one. Push that with the eclipse, some moving into Taurus or um or um that as well is a big day okay so friday 21st uh, we have a um void that now the moon is in taurus because it moved into taurus thursday early morning so it was in taurus for the rest of thursday grounding us a bit which is good because you know grounding we need to ground i suppose with all this chaos i suppose going on but Friday, the moon is still in Taurus all day. So it's it's saying, oh, okay, you know, what do I want to eat? Let's calm by going out into the backyard, going out into the garden, being in nature. Think about those things with a nice Taurus moon. 
Now, the big thing about Friday, like we said earlier, is Mercury stations retrograde. So it's going to start its retrograde circle um, cycle. So it retrogrades on a world point. It's 15 degrees of the sign. So what information are we hearing on Friday that's going to affect the world? That's one thing we can think about with that. It's really interesting because I'm actually um, doing that event and I actually am, am seeing that, which is kind of a global thing. So it's actually interesting that you're you're saying that right out on globally, and here I am actually going to be the MC. Well, it's, it's kind of like a, a news story. That's information that's coming out that's affecting everyone. That's what it means by a world. Oh, because okay. it's not affecting individuals. It's like information that affects us all because it's the world. That's oh my being gosh, aliens! We're good. So listen to what we hear, and then we'll be working with that story for three weeks. Us globally right. with whatever that information that's coming. Well, hopefully, it's on good. Friday. It's good. <laughs> um so yeah mercury station and um the interesting thing about that mercury station is mercury is sextiling mars at the same time and so charismatic communication or you know when you can be really sort of good with your words or very it's kind of like you know a, a, a lawyer in court who's winning their case they're doing a really good job with the with the story with the with the words. So that is definitely a flavor of the information that's coming out of this Mercury retrograde. Good, um, direct and honest communication can help you achieve a lot. Wow. Charismatic communication can help you achieve a lot with this story. So bear that in mind as we go through the next three weeks. Saturday. The moon moves into Gemini at 6.10 in the morning, and it will be there all day. Uh, again, Eastern Standard Times. Gemini moon, chatty, busy, communicating, hanging out with your friends, socialising. Putting that moon into action is is what you want to do. So you, you'll feel emotionally inclined to want to talk or open up or write or listen to stuff, Watch binge watch Netflix. Could be that. All those things can come up with a Gemini moon. Now, the moon is also trying in Pluto that day. So what we are going to... What's a trine? What trine is, trine is an aspect. So it's um, when it's 120 degrees apart from another planet, that means they're trying in. There's, there's a lot of maths involved in astrology. Right, right. Which you're good at. Um, Math I'm good at. Astrology. Good. <laughs> so when you've got Mar the moon trying in Pluto... We're looking at an emotional sensitivity. So what I would say is information that you might be hearing might be triggering you a little bit. So think about it in that sense. But also the other thing is emotionally sensitive can be picking up on your intuition. The information that you hear could also guide you. So use it in both of those ways. Okay, Sunday, last day, finishing up here, 23rd, St. George's Day. Of course, you had to drop that. St. George's Day. <laughs> so, what Fourth of July? You wouldn't, you wouldn't forget it. <laughs> Sophie, our day. Fourth of July, a little awkward in that. Fourth of July is my day as well now because I'm American too. Right. Thank you very much. It's her day too. <laughs> I get two celebrations. Two celebrations. <laughs> she celebrates both sides. I'm lucky. Yes, very lucky. Lots of parties and barbecues. Okay, so um, Sunday, Gemini Moon all day. So again, chatty socialising, 
if you are celebrating St George's Day, yay, socialising. Um, okay, the moon is meeting up with Venus as well on this day. So we're going to love talking. I'm going to love talking. I think we have something. We'll talk about this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to the theatre actually. Theatre. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, it's going to be um, a lot of chatting in the car on the way there. Yeah, well, you know why? Because I love Daddy's voices. Yeah. So um, Venus Moon is not Venus Moon conjunction is nice. It's being in touch with your emotions. It's being happy. It's it's a nice feeling. So where is the Moon? It's in Gemini. Where is Venus and Gemini? Because they're coming together, so they're in the same sign. So we, how do we feel about socialising? How do we feel about chatting? It's, you know, it's, how do we feel about binge watching? Binge watching TV all day. We, 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 oh, we, we wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. Two children, we would two young children right now. Don't even know what that is. Well, so it was Mario Brothers all day long. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, that is kind of a nice energy, moon beans. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to this weekend. Also, Moon Venus could be money as well, thinking about it. Oh, or well, making hell. things look pretty. Making things, making women look pretty. Female energy. Sure. The last thing I want to say about Sunday, the last thing to finish out on the week here, I guess, is the sun is meeting up with the North Node. It's coming close. It'll be exact there the following Monday. We are going to know where we're going with those. That comes. That's a once a year aspect. And it is saying, I need to do this for me to move forward so that's a very much asserting yourself plodding along and it, you know it's in taurus so it's uh it's um I, i'm going to go where i'm going but it, i might have to take a while to get there but i have the stamina to get it done <laughs> that's what that's it's good energy it's crazy energy Oh, you mean just that in particular? Yeah, yeah that that is a that is a nice sun meeting up the North Node once a year. Yeah, it's nice. But this week, hold on to your horses. Oh, it's funny that you talk about all that stuff. It's just it's really interesting. It's just knowing that you know the more and more I listen to this, the more and more I just see like it really is. It's funny for me because what gets to the end of the week and then <laughs> something I should forget, but we talked about that. We said that was one. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you did say that. So. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's pretty wild stuff. Uh, again, you know, wherever your level of astrology is, but just understanding how to work with the energies. And if you can see it and understand it before it happens, you're going to be able to navigate it better. You have a little bit more of a self-awareness on how to uh, handle certain things that might arise. So I would definitely, definitely, you know, maybe this week, keep track of it. This is kind of what we talked about. What was your Monday like? What was your Tuesday like? What did you see on Wednesday? How was your Thursday? Oh, there was Friday. And it's wild when you see that. Like how did how did this happen? But it's just you know it's just the way the energies work. So, and I just want to say thank you to everybody who has gotten their uh, big three mug here. Uh, excellent, thanks for. Uh, well, if, you, those. if you're on the, the podcast, you won't be able to see that. Well, yeah. we're showing you on YouTube. That's Emmeline's personalized big my, three mug. My with, big three mug. Um, yeah, we just started doing some. So you can always go to the website, take a look. Merchandise. And if you ever get one, uh, it'd be great if you actually just. Put in the comment section. Let us know about your big three. So other than that, let's have an awesome week. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for being here. And we'll see you all again next week. Excellent, guys. Have a great week, okay?